That's right, starting up with Virtue Zone is back for season three, uh, albeit new times and on new days, and the odd new voice as well. Absolute privilege and pleasure to be asked to host this one into a brand new season. Uh, What do we hope to do? Well, we hope to help you get started up one way or another with our partners, Virtue Zone. They're going to be here in studio each and every Tuesday from 10 till 11 as we head up a number of different topics within the startup community, but also provide you with advice um, straight from those that know uh, to put you in the right direction, to point you in the direction to answer the questions that you might have out there. Today, big focus on e-commerce, how to get ahead in the competitive online retail space, plus tapping into the trend for subscription boxes. Uh, Why? Because while many businesses have suffered during the pandemic, there's been a surge in the number of e-commerce startups launched and expanding as more and more shoppers head online. E-commerce sales are projected to jump 23% to reach $27 billion in 2022, driven by the COVID-19-led digital shift. Uh, An official from Dubai Chamber of Commerce has said recently, just a few of the reasons why e-commerce is big news at the moment. So the question we're asking you is, do you have to be on top of your e-commerce? Do you have to be digital? Do you have to be digital to get ahead of business these days? If that is the case, uh, then we will have the answers for you. This is starting up with Virtue Zone. We're going to be with you through all the way until 11 o'clock. But uh, first and foremost, time for us to introduce uh, my co-host for proceedings this morning. An absolute pleasure uh, to welcome into the studio or back into the studio uh, None other than the co-founder and the chairman uh, of Virtue Zone, Neil Petch. Petch, Mr. Petch, great to have you on board as always. Petch is just fine, Petch. Tom. It's a delight <laughs> to be back. I've been called far worse. It is lovely to have you, Neil, with us here this morning. Uh, good to have you back on board uh, for season three uh, of uh, Starting uh, Up. Um, uh, why midweeks? What was wrong with the weekends? Listen, I'm so excited about this new time, actually. And, and this is a thing. Entrepreneurs everywhere, you can't help but answer your phone at three in the morning so we work incredibly hard but some of us get to choose when we come in to work what time we come in so you were just talking about the traffic let's find out if the entrepreneurs if the startup guys out there coming in a little bit later than uh, perhaps all the, all those corporate workers and as such 10 o'clock till 11 o'clock is the time to find out how to start your business um in terms of uh, I mean, there I was trying to explain to people what we're trying to set out to do in this uh, hour for starting up. But it, it goes much further and deeper than that. I mean, you set up Virtue Zone uh, with a very clear mandate and vision. Obviously, the landscape is changing around us all the time. But just straight off the bat, what what do you and the team at Virtue Zone provide? What do you hope to achieve through Virtue Zone? I guess we're we're a really good barometer of of how things are going. I mean, it's just incredible, actually. Probably a year ago, I remember sitting with my fellow shareholders in in the villa of my house, in the in the kitchen of my house, saying, "Oh my goodness, what's happening? This tidal wave, this black swan event is 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 coming." And you know, we reacted uh, fast, and we didn't know what to do. And I think everyone's learning on on their feet. 
And you know, I've been saying for a number of years, the UAE is the best place in the world to have your company. UK just announced 25% corporation tax. Israel, 23%, etc., etc., etc. You set your company up here, 100% of your revenues you can keep, you can invest. And there are more and more people, Tom, who are relocating. The number of people that we've helped recently who wanted to get their kids into school, wanted to get a villa on the palm, etc. Etc. People and 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 from students who are like, you know what? I'm going to study from Dubai. Mm. So there is a massive opportunity, which we didn't see a year ago, of global nomads relocating to Dubai. Now, setting up a company once you're set up, this is the best place. This is the most tax efficient place. Look at the weather, etc., etc., etc. But setting it up in the first place, a little bit of a complex journey. Fifty-six free zones, seven mainland jurisdictions. So. People need guidance because if they do it the wrong way and they have a bad experience, they're going to tell their friends. So what VirtuZone does and what this show is seeking to do is help those entrepreneurs in, in the difficult early stages of their journey. And if we can save people time, then we're saving them money and letting them focus on, on the main thing, which is obviously their business rather than the red tape, the bureaucracy of establishing yourself. You set up VirtuZone when? 12 years ago. So is it still as good a place? Place to set up and start a business than it was over a decade ago. Very good friend of uh, mine, uh, his dad set up a, a, a gas, an oil and gas exploration company, and he discovered the largest gas field outside of, of, of Qatar him, himself. And he told his sons, and you'd think, oh my goodness, there's never been an opportunity like that. He told his sons, do you know what? There's no more opportunity than there is right now. And for someone who discovered one of the biggest gas fields in the world, that's a pretty incredible statement. But things are changing. And, and you know, Tom, I was reading this uh, story in, in the Daily Telegraph today talking about how China is losing the Cold War, the COVID war. So we've seen, you know, going back eight months, we probably thought, oh, my goodness, the West is not reacting yeah. to this fast enough, etc., etc., etc. And yet now you're seeing the reverse. So what we always learn is when we think we know how things are going to happen, there's another opportunity. And I think that I was, I was sat next to the Minister of Economy on stage in a live event with about 500 people a couple of weeks ago. It was an absolute pleasure. And he was challenging the whole audience. How are we going to take our trade to three trillion dollars he wants to double the economy by 2030 and i believe that we can do that but what we've got to do is keep our foot to the floor so you know the whole vaccination program here has been amazing the opportunity to get people out here amazing now we need to make sure that whilst they're out here they can set their company up they can realize that it's so much more tax efficient and so on and so on so all of you that are listening now who have existing businesses are like, why is this relevant to me? Yeah. Because more people are going to be shopping in Carrefour. You, did you see the, the video yesterday of that queue of people trying to buy property again? <laughs> who would have thought? Yeah. It's amazing. <laughs> 
Uh, there is a boom. What are they going to call it? It's we're back to the twenties. It's the it's the it's the roar, the booming twenties, as we saw uh, in the last century. Listen, what we're going to do is kick things off with a couple of news stories before we move on to some of our spotlight features for you throughout the hour. Um, and as Neil was just saying, there, you know, there's been some great numbers doing the rounds at the moment. As you've been hearing in the news today, Dubai has risen above global challenges to record twenty four point seven billion dirhams worth in FDI. That's foreign direct investment uh, last year. That's right, 2020, a year when the majority of the world was closed down. Uh, Emirates attracting 455 FDI projects. The projects helped creating more than 18,000 jobs. Are those are those numbers that, that ring true with what you see, Neil, in 2020? Yeah, absolutely. Again, who would have known us? We've achieved the last four months, every single month, absolute record new business revenue now to set a company up at the moment you need to visit the country Mm. and obviously the amount of visitors has been somewhat curtailed so how have we achieved that people are finding ways to to get here so so yes i'm absolutely seeing that 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 is happening more existing i'm very glad to say that more existing businesses are managing to to stay on their feet and now to start to grow and i think we're going to be interviewing a couple of companies shortly that have very good examples of people who have the belief to start in difficult times No better time to increase your market share, of course, if you're an existing player. And if you've spotted a trend, you know, we had that whole working from home thing, right? So again, six months ago, probably every expert in the world was saying, oh, there'll never be a need for offices anymore. We Mm. can all work from home. Personally, called me an old fogey. I don't believe that. When people come into our office, they see the energy, they're able to communicate and work with people, and that energy inspires you and gives you confidence. So different things the whole time, but stay ahead of the curve. I've known you far too long, Neil, to call you an old fogey, that's for sure. (laughs) Um, And given some of the stick that I've been getting from so-called friends and colleagues uh, and peers of ours, um, mutual friends of ours, from uh, the uh, the promo photos that are doing the rounds out there that we've been putting out on social media. So-called fr- friends at these times. Exactly. Is that what but you knew, Dave? Tom, look closely at the photo. We're all, apart from you, so old that you're the only one with teeth. <laughs> A lot of people coming up with different boy band names and everything. I'm quite liking it at the moment. It's a lot of banter doing the rounds. Uh, just a couple of other, one other line to get out there. Industry stakeholders obviously applauding the 30 billion uh, dirham package of financial support to businesses and startups. Announced last week, the Emirates Development Bank strategy uh, apparently going to help 13,500 SMEs in various sectors over the coming five years. 25,000 jobs to be created as well. Uh, Neil, just finally on this one as well a huge amount of investment going into the system. In fact, we will reflect on this one in more detail in just a few moments' time. Startup Spotlight. Uh, we now talk to the CEO and the founder of Cato Gifting, uh, who's going to be joining us uh, live this morning, uh, not just uh, only on the phone, but also uh, on uh, Microsoft Teams as well. Uh, Cato Gifting is a concierge gifting service. Uh, the CEO and the founder is Leila Al Marashi, who is an Emirati artist, designer, entrepreneur, uh, and the founder of this particular service, available via 
the app. She says uh, the business has suffered last year due to COVID-19 that things have picked up. So let's welcome Leila Al-Marashi, the CEO and the founder of Cado Gifting, to the show for the very first time. Leila, good morning to you. Good morning. Thank you for having me on this show. So let's talk to you first and foremost about uh, about about where this all started. Uh, why did you decide, and uh, when did you decide to launch uh, only with an app? What was the background to this? And um, so it all came back to uh, it was February eighth, two thousand and eighteen. I remember the day where it was actually my sister's birthday. And I was feeling quite guilty that uh, 19 birthdays had passed me by over the past two months. And I just had no time to focus on, you know, purchasing and creating the right gifts for my friends and family. Because I was so busy with this role in Abu Dhabi as uh, uh, I was VP for one of the uh, energy industries there. Uh, so I just said to her, you know, imagine if we had some kind of solution for this. And she was talking about one of the food delivery apps. And suddenly just, you know, I had this aha moment where I said, what if I could work on an app? And and by the way, I'm, I'm not tech at all. So I had no idea how this would happen, but this idea popped. And I said, imagine a platform similar to a food delivery app where it would solve all the gifting problems people like me face. Uh, and I left my role a, a month later and put my savings, uh, into this project to try and solve two problems, not knowing what to buy as a gift and uh, no time to buy it. So Kado acts as a platform where it's an aggregator uh, for everything to do with your celebratory occasion, whether it's flowers, chocolate, balloons, uh, perfumes, jewelry, tech and gadget products and experiences. So maybe a massage or a yacht trip as a voucher. All of this is on the platform uh, once the order is placed, we collect the gift, package it, and deliver it same day. So we don't stock it, and we follow the same model as food delivery apps. And to be honest, uh, it's been a great experience. Leila, congrats on the launch of Kado. And firstly, thank you, because you're an inspiration to our listeners. When when someone says I'm the VP of an energy company in Abu Dhabi, I think I straighten my back immediately. And, and, and yet you're being an entrepreneur. So that's brilliant in the, in the first place. Secondly, thank you on behalf of my daughter, because I was doing a little bit of research on, on your app uh, this morning. And I, I see there's an inflatable water park experience in JBR. I didn't know about it. I'm going to be heading down there as a result of uh, Kado. I do, however, have a question for you, which is, uh, um, if you like, people are going to be, for example, I, I, I was looking at the beauty treatments that you offer and the health treatments and so on, and then comparing it to the cabones of this world. So as, as a startup, you've got slightly less content than someone like that would do. So how do you solve that, that problem? Um, so what we're trying to do now is we're introducing the website uh, and this goes back to the question, why an app? Uh, and that was one of my learnings, if I can humbly admit as a as the founder, is that I thought an app would differentiate the business. You know, and I worked very hard on the branding and I called it Kado. So Kado means gift in French. Um, so <clears throat> how it worked is we, we thought, you know, people would download the app and it would be quite no brainer on how to use it because... You know, everybody's aware that they have this struggle with gifting people the right gift. 
actually without a website, it's very challenging, especially on search engine optimization, people trying to find out a bit about you. Um, so I would definitely recommend to all listeners today, make sure it's a website along with an app. Uh, coming back to your question, we are launching this website and app together very soon now as version 2.0 to act as a butler service for you. So it's going to ask you, who is the gift for? So you just told me your daughter. Uh, what does she like? Uh, what's the occasion? And what's your budget? And then we would show you a bunch of items created for that audience that we would recommend. Uh, could not just be a water park experience, but maybe an inflatable pool as well that you would have in the house and maybe some swim swimwear accessories. And so the actual, that's so kind of where we're trying to go with this. Leila, the payment process. So, I, for example, the, the, the water park that I was looking at was you, you buy a voucher and then presumably you present the voucher at, at the venue. Is there a standard way that you do this? Because you've mentioned curating twice, and I suppose one of the things you can do is come up with unique content that isn't available elsewhere. Some of those suppliers might not have payment gateways, might not uh, know how to communicate with their customer, and if Cato can help that, then that, that would be a bridge. So that's exactly what we do, actually. So our secondary target audience, uh, are, are, so, so our first, obviously, are people like yourselves, the busy mother, the corporate dad, uh, the generous friend, those are our personas that we engage with on a B2C level. But for B2B, definitely there has been a huge opportunity to support suppliers. And these suppliers are anyone working from home with a unique product or giant retailers like Siddiqui signed with us recently. Uh, you also have online stores. You've got homegrown brands. All of these we've encouraged to sign an agreement with us and have their brands on the app and we take care of the payment. So our payment terms are, you know, once a month we pay back our suppliers and you know it's worked really well because what we're doing is we're also repositioning their offering on our platform. Um, so for example, if you have a, a candle in a store that not, not a lot of people go to because the parking is a bit challenging, they have an opportunity to give that candle a new breath of fresh air on Kedo, you could say where we would promote it, we would have it on the app, and we would sell it for you. And our payment gateway has been other tech startups uh, from Kuwait, from the UAE, et cetera, where we've been like, listen, let's work together. And anybody using a credit card uh, will go through your, your channel and they take a fee. Um, quick question for you, Layla, as well, because obviously you mentioned there that you had that epiphany, that uh, wow moment back in 2018. Things have changed just a little bit since then. We've been through uh, some interesting times. How have you been able, from a startup point of view, stay relevant and afloat uh, given what's gone on the last 12, 15 months? And what's your advice to others out there? So that's a very good question. Uh, so I launched the app in uh, November 2019, on the 18th of November, actually, so my birthday. And uh, it was the first day that COVID was announced in the media. And that was very interesting because, you know, a few months later, and nobody expected that this was going to happen. We were on such a high. I spent 18 months researching this project, mm -hmm. fundraising, you know, um, and, and, and communicating to people that I was going to solely focus all my time and energy uh, on, this, on this concept because it was my baby. I believed in it so much. Um, so come March, and, and I just told my team, I said, listen, um, something's going to happen. 
and I think it was even in February, early February. I said, what's to come is going to be a bit challenging. I'd like everybody to work from home. And what we noticed, actually, it was a great opportunity because we kind of had to pivot from the traditional way of marketing, you know, buy your loved one a birthday gift to, listen, it's COVID. We know you're stuck at home. How can we help? So we did these care packages uh, to, to people with COVID that were stuck in hotels, if you remember, in mid-March. Um, we, we, we kind of focused on giving back. We tried to understand if you're in your home, what are the products you're probably looking for? Treadmills, uh, in-house inflatable pools, believe it or not, popcorn machines. You would be surprised. Coffee, coffee machines. Mm. And I was talking to influencers that were friends of mine who were helping me figure this out. We were, you know, onboarding products that weren't listed with us uh, from Shalaf DG or Virgin. So it was, it was great. It was very challenging. And I'll tell you why. Uh, everybody jumped on the digital wagon and I didn't even have a website at that time. So I was competing with the likes of, uh, you know, very big online retailers that had very deep pockets. And we were competing for the same keywords, which was luxury, gifting, etc. cetera. Uh, but, but we came out of it quite yeah. strong and we're lucky we had this experience. I'll be honest. Everybody's quite lucky they had to go through this. Because it really challenge you learning from those experiences unfortunately we're out of time on this occasion but we have got enough time Layla for you just to have a quick shout out for uh, Kata Gifting if people want to uh, find out more where do they find you guys so I would say just follow us on Instagram and all the details are there at Cado Gifting at Cado Gifting get involved in at Cado Gifting Layla really appreciate you joining us uh, live on yeah, the line you. and live on Microsoft Teams thank you so much indeed thank and thank you, you have to, a lovely day and good to luck, you Layla. too good luck to you, thank you. big thanks to Layla Almarashi uh, the CEO and the founder of Cado Gifting uh, joining us live on the line season three of starting up uh, with Virtue Zone big thanks to Mr Neil Petch the co-founder and chairman of Virtue Zone if you want to get in touch with them uh, at Virtue Zone hashtag starting up and hashtag be your own boss uh, if you want to get in touch with the show send us your questions now why because neil is going to be having uh, a company clinic in just a few moments time uh, where we will be answering your questions getting loads of questions through already 4001 if any of the conversations here uh, are piquing your interest with regards to how to get started up or otherwise we've just been hearing uh, from the team behind kado there uh, the concierge gifting service um, obviously uh, one of the numerous services that uh, you've helped uh, in the past or can help in the past in terms of getting set up. Yeah, Layla raised some typical problems that every entrepreneur faces. She raised, firstly, raising cash. Then she was talking about search engine optimization, how you manage to get to the top of a Google search when you're competing against the giants such as Amazon. And she also mentioned her merchants and, and allowing people to pay. So what VirtuZone does, Tom, is we have a collection of, of partners and we seek to give every possible chance for startups to succeed. So just as an example, we're partners with a company called Zabuni. Zabuni allows you to receive payment. You might not even have a bank account yet, but you can receive payment over WhatsApp. So that helps people get started because one of the classic challenges that people have in this region is they get their company set up, but they're still waiting for their bank account to come. 
So we're partnering with the likes of Yap. Yap is a digital bank that has just launched on, on the Apple Store and the Google Store. And very, very soon you'll be able to use that so much more efficiently than is previously the case. Sabuni that I mentioned, WhatsApp payment. These are classic challenges that all startups face. So, guys, when you're listening to Layla talk, and she, you know, she's clearly a very successful business lady, but those challenges are the ones that face everybody. And obviously we, we deal with, you know, we're setting up 500 companies companies a month. So we deal with this all the time. And we spend a lot of time looking for the best solutions which we can make available to our customers should they so wish. Meanwhile, there are no shortage of companies, many companies launching subscription boxes at the moment. They seem to be one of the boom areas in the world of e-commerce from meat, fish, flowers, cosmetics, clothes and more. There seems to be a box for everything out there that can be delivered straight to your door, which got us thinking, scratching our chins and going, oh, you know what? Boxing Clever. So who is Boxing Clever at the moment. Well, one uh, individual and his team that is Boxing Clever is the CEO and the founder of Dressos, Vladimir Radiovich, who joins us live on the line, but also live via Microsoft Teams. Good morning to you, Vladimir. Good morning, Tom, and good morning, Neil, and thanks for having me on the show. Absolutely, no problem at all. Looking forward to this one. So you are an online styling business. I ain't going to give the 30-second elevator pitch, but maybe you could, Vladimir. What do you do? Exactly. So our concept is very simple. Uh, The customer registered online, uh, fills in the style quiz, and then a dedicated stylist gets in touch with them uh, via WhatsApp or a phone. Once we know what the customer wants, we bring a curated outfit to their doorsteps based obviously on the preferences and the specific occasions they want the outfits for. Uh, customer has up to three days to uh, keep the items uh, at the conference at home and understand what they want. Whatever they want to keep, uh, obviously we charge them and they can return the rest. We don't charge any styling fees, any delivery fees, and basically our business model, uh, you don't take actually uh, any risk. We would like to think we are a traditional e-commerce that offers um, a free a free styling uh, service on top of that. Vlad, you, you had a very successful career uh, and still are having a very successful career. After more than a decade in retail, um, uh, you had some amazing roles. Um, you launched this in December last year. There were a few things going on in December last year, Vladimir. Talk to me about the timing. Yeah, it was uh, it was a very uh, very interesting time. So um, obviously we were in the middle of pandemic, and I actually had a very successful job uh, in my previous company. And then I went to my boss and I said, "Look, I I really want to start something new. Um, I really want to start this company, and I think this is the right time." Why I think is the right time? Um, the e-commerce penetration uh, on this market is extremely low. Uh, compared to a very mature market like um, US or or, or UK, where the e-commerce penetration is 15 to 18%. In the UAE, the e-commerce penetration is only 4%. So that obviously uh, uh, gives you a little bit of idea why why there is so much potential and why there are so many e-commerce companies joining um, the bandwagon, basically, of of commerce and, and services. Also, um, to be honest, I mean, you mentioned I've had... Um, uh, I've been in the region for nine years, um, and I was I was heading retail uh, for one company, and I've seen the customer service in this region deteriorating um, every year. Uh, we've 
seeing the opportunity there. So they, our stylists are, are really well um, educated. They understand what customers want. They understand a lot about brands. And we are willing to uh, offer, offer that, that type of service. Also, um, because of the pandemic, um, and not only because of the pandemic, uh, Dubai residents are increasingly tired, um, as Leila mentioned previously, increasingly tired of spending time uh, uh, in the malls. Um, and they obviously want to uh, want to spend time with the family and, and friends, and they don't want to spend time in a crowded shopping malls, um, queuing uh, in front of the cash desk to pay for the stuff. Um, this is where we see uh, also big opportunity. Yeah, Vlad, that's a, that's a, a great point. Uh, if I may just uh, jump in. Um, the CEO of Virtuzone was just writing in an article, and he said the first thing that a VC looks at is what problem are you solving? I think I've probably answered my own question, but what problem are, is Dressos solving? So basically, uh, we have, uh, we're solving a few problems. Uh, one of the main problems is saving time um, and a styling issue. Uh, so these are the two main things. If you go on our website, you will see one of the first questions is going to be, why, why do you want to use dressers? And what we realized is um, basically we, we actually didn't expect that. Uh, saving time is the, is the number one uh, option. So people are uh, using our service because, because exactly that reason. They want to save time. They want to spend time with the family and friends. Uh, they want to go to shopping malls um, not to shop. They want to go to shopping malls to uh, socialize, uh, to to have food and 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 spend time on gathering, not uh, okay. On, Vlad, on I, I tried I tried your site. Firstly, can you tell me? Let's let's talk for, about men for a second, seeing as Tom Tom and I are yeah. talking to you. Can you describe your your typical customer? Yes, yeah, so our typical customer um, is a thirty five year old uh, busy uh, guy who doesn't have time uh, doesn't have time for shopping. Uh, it's Western, uh, Western uh, uh, expat, um, someone who actually appreciates uh, a good service and, and, and good quality product. Would they be someone modest like me or much more concerned about their clothes like, like Tom? No, just joking, Vlad. But if uh, I may, if I may someone like you, probably more. let me make an observation because um, in order to yeah. get in and start to see the content that's on there, you have to answer a fair few questions. So you're building up a profile of, of that person. This is a challenge that so many of our customers have, which is you're trying to get data, which enables yeah. you to serve the customer better. But you're not wanting to be too clunky, not wanting to ask too much before they start interacting. Yeah. My experience of it was that it was asking because I, you know, I, I consider myself perhaps uh, cash rich, time poor, and and mm -hmm. you know, it, it was asking a few too many questions that I didn't want to give right at the beginning. Have you mm -hmm. tried to balance that out? We have. Uh, so to be honest, I mean, uh, uh, um, I was actually why well, I started the business. One of the reasons is because I was actually quite impressed with the with the company that pioneered this business model, and the company is called Stitchfix. It's very important to mention. Uh, why I mention this because we did tailor uh, the business model to this market. Uh, Stitchfix asks around fifty questions. So if you felt that this was tiring, um, uh, you know, uh, we asked basically uh, three to four times less questions than yeah. than Stitchfix. But but you're right. I mean, that's a good observation. We had actually a, a, a few additional questions uh, before this. Uh, we, uh, I mean. Uh, 
like when we started the business in December, we had additional eight questions for guys and we've reduced that. Um, but I, I, I agree with you. We will uh, wait and see. Obviously, we're still uh, uh, testing a lot of different things. I suppose we'll one of the other things is if, if you let people know that, for example, if they do answer these questions, they might get access to a pre-release of some Yeezys that aren't available somewhere else or something like yeah. that. Yeah, incentive. Yeah, exactly. That that could definitely work. And why dress us? Well, I... Um, I Basically, um, uh, while well, I was studying and I was doing my MBA uh, with IESC Business School in New York, uh, as I said, I was very um, impressed uh, with the business model of Stitch Fix. Um, actually, had everything. Um, it had retail, uh, fashion. Um, it was part of the uh, future, the future of shopping. Uh, uh, the business model was collecting a lot of data, so it knew a lot about yeah. people. Um, it offered uh, an amazing, an amazing convenience. And obviously, I had uh, I had the retail experience uh, over fifteen yeah, years. Vlad, what, what so I mean I is, why why the name Dressos? Because oh, brand, brand okay, is so, so important. Yeah, there was right? a there was actually a very interesting uh, a story behind. So I was talking to um, obviously brainstorming with a lot of my friends, and we were like, oh, how can we call the the company? And then one of the one of my friends from the UK actually um, basically came up uh, came up with the uh, dress uh, dress uh, SOS. Ah. And, and initially, I was thinking, uh, oh, "Oh my God, that's that sounds really terrible." Um, <laughs> but then, then, then a lot of people said, "Why don't you Why don't you call it Vessos?" And and actually, the 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 story behind also is that I used to uh, um, spend a lot of time. I used to live in Greece, um, so it it is actually a Greek word, a, a Greek last name. Ah. So and it sounded quite well. Um, and nice. So that's glad yeah, you came that's, to that's the right place because Tom and I have a lot of friends who need address SOS. <laughs> Thank hey, you. Uh, just I'll, be, I'll, be, I'll be happy to. I'll be happy to serve them. Vladimir, unfortunately, we're out of time on this occasion. We could talk a lot longer, but listen. Uh, if people want to find out more, Vladimir, where do they go? Where's the best place to find out more about Dressos? The best place is our website www.dressos.com. So D R E S O S, no double S. Good on you, my friend. Uh, all the best for 2021. He launched uh, in December of last year. They are still here. They're still relevant. And they are still uh, turning heads. So congratulations to all the team at Dressos. Company Clinic. Company Clinic. So an opportunity for you to uh, send in any concerns, any questions you might have. Text them to us now on 4001. That said, uh, if we don't get the opportunity to answer them today, uh, the team at Virtue Zone are waiting online to interact with you. Uh, get in touch with them at Virtue Zone, hashtag starting up, hashtag be your own boss. Uh, equally, just uh, have a look at some of the uh, Virtue Zone social media channels, their YouTube channel, where you can interact with them uh, and get advice at all points. Just before we move on to those questions, uh, Neil, let's just address what we heard there from Vladimir uh, with regards to Dressos. I mean, bold to be starting up in December, but I suppose a lot of people have been forced into these choices given circumstances of last year. Yeah, I mean, actually that raised in in the last season of starting up, we had a a section uh, about people. And he said he went to his boss and he said to his boss, I want to do something new. And there must have been so many people who are still doing their day job but have time to think of ideas. 
I know, personally, I used to travel a huge amount last year. I haven't been traveling so much, and all I have to do really now is network and think of crazy ideas to come and annoy my team with, and I've loved it. And so as an entrepreneur, those people listening to this show, one of your challenges is when your staff come to you and they say, I've got an idea, how do you deal with that? Because perhaps that person is very talented and you want to keep them, but if you try and keep them with manacles, that doesn't work. You need to let them feel mm. that they are free to expand and so on. So that, I think that's a challenge as, as an entrepreneur. Secondly, I think Vlad did absolutely the right thing. You know, he had a passion for something. And his product does solve a problem that people have, which is that, it, you know, it's not so safe to, to be out in, in crowds anymore. And technology does, and this is another classic thing where you need to see how you can use technology to help your business. So one of the challenges previously was always if you buy something, you don't know if it's the right size, you don't know what it looks on you. I was looking at a product the other day where you can try on shoes and you look at yourself and you see the shoe on your, on your foot and it's all done with AI and, and 3D cameras and all that sort of thing. But it's just absolutely incredible. So the listeners out there, you need to look for, you know, what are the trends in the market? What are the habits in the market? Look at what, what is happening in, in the States. That's always a classic mm. thing. So we've already seen in the two people that we have interviewed today some common challenges that everybody faces. So when you start with your clean sheet of paper about your business, write down what problem am I solving? Write down what trends are there and see if you're answering that. Talking of trends, uh, and obviously one of the trends has been uh, all sorts of uh, business initiative developments, uh, the changing face of free zones and landscapes here at the moment. That's prompted a question from Ben this morning. Uh, uh, thanks very much indeed, Ben, for your question. He said, Look, I'd be really interested to hear from Neil about the benefits of free zone versus DED license. As so someone like Virtue Zone can advise on both. If I'm um, right, that's Ben from uh, Foxy Books. It is he. Which, it by is. the way, is a brilliant brand. I mean, what a great name for something that just jumps off the uh, page. Yeah, look, uh, um, I was, as, as I mentioned, I was talking to the Minister of Economy the other day, and he was saying that his wife was really into crypto. And he's just come out and said that in order for Dubai to double its economy, it's going to depend on tokenization and digital currency, mm. which is brilliant. That's one of the first governments that's actually saying that. So things are changing. And in the corporate structure, to answer Ben's uh, uh, question, there are 56 free zones. There are in increasingly in the, let's say, olden days to set up your company where you had to have a 51% local partner. Yeah. It was quite a laborious process. You didn't have control. It was more expensive. You were required to have an office. And there was a perception that, oh my goodness, I could spend 10 years building a business and, and then some chap's just going to come and take it from me when, when he chooses to. And on the other side, the same thing was happening to the local sponsors. So DED has gone about really addressing that. It has a number of packages to help incubate startup businesses. And it is now much faster and, and much cheaper. That said, I would always encourage anyone looking, and, and Ben, 
you know, for example, at the moment, we are uh, marketing that you can start your company by putting down an initial investment of, I think it's 4,000 dirhams or something like that. It gets you started. The idea is manage your, your cash flow. We're always taught, Tom, not to borrow money by our dads, but actually in business, don't spend you know $100,000 on laptops and phones for, yeah. for your staff. Rather spend it on having a great salesman that generates business for you. So same thing, you know, finance uh, uh, things like this. But when you're doing that, companies, of course, such as ours, are going to market, are going to try and make it easy for you to jump on the entrepreneurial ladder. But make sure that you know what all the hidden costs are, because there's a lot of charlatans out there, and there's a lot of people that are marketing and telling you, you know, start for this, and it's really easy. And Tom, as, as you know, sometimes it's a lot more complex. There are certain free zones that don't offer the activities that you need and there is you know so so um ben to answer your question i think that you'll find that there are definite advantages to having a mainland setup for example should you at some point want to have a showroom to exhibit what people can receive in their box then probably the mainland setup is absolutely the way to go i wouldn't say that it it, it is definitely going to be a cheaper way to go in certain situations it, it might be but i think you'll find Ben, that there are a few add-ons to to what you've been looking at uh, there. Big thanks to you, Ben. I hope everything is well down at Foxy Box. Who knows? We should get Foxy Box on at some point uh, in the near future. I want to see that logo. (laughs) (laughs) Uh, Very quick one. We've got about, what, 30 seconds left. Uh, uh, All the questions we haven't been able to address, we will do straight after the show online. But just one to wrap up on here. Can VirtuZone help with a new product approval by Dubai Municipality? Do your services go that far? Yeah, absolutely. Look, there's, there's a whole range of things. Getting your company is just the start. It's the start of the journey. I've already mentioned the bank account, getting telecoms, because what you want to do is be trading. And depending on what your business is, there are a whole range of approvals that you, that yeah. you need. And, and, you know, the word PRO is something that most of us here know. It's those heroes that scurry around getting approvals from different departments, getting stamps from different departments. And these are the sort of things I'm glad the, the listener who, who wrote that in is thinking about it yeah. because so many people embark and don't get the approvals and find that they fall foul of the, of, of the law. So, yes, uh, companies such as VirtuZone do seek to support them and guide them, either doing it ourselves or, or through our partnerships. Uh, VZ.ae, www.vz.ae. Have your say online at VirtuZone. Hashtag starting up. Uh, if we have not addressed your questions, the team at VirtuZone are doing that now. Why? Because, well, Neil and I uh, are off for a lie down. A little bit of a siesta, methinks. Neil, really appreciate it. Thank you very much indeed. Thoroughly enjoyed that one. Should we do all again next Tuesday? Let's start up again next week, Tom. <laughs> start it up. A big thanks to Neil Petch, uh, the co founder uh, and the chairman of Virtue Zone. That was starting up with Virtue Zone back next Tuesday from 10.